Welcome back to Trauma, Drama, and Life. I'm your host, Ben Taylor, and... Kayla Taylor. And so we're excited to be back here today. Uh, we've been working on every single week, recording a podcast, just trying to give you an insight into our lives or be able to answer different questions that you might have. So one of the things that we wanted to kind of touch on and go over today was just this aspect of like dealing with the responsibility piece of someone else's feelings. A lot of times when we're talking to people that have been in narcissistic or abusive relationships or just relationships in general, people get to the place where they start feeling like they're responsible for another person's emotions. And that's where it gets really tricky of like, what are you actually responsible for? What does that actually look like? There's triggers, there's emotions, there's frustrations, all different things like that. So we want to kind of dive into that some today. So. Uh, I know for me, like in coming aware and in working on myself, there's a piece of it that's now like second guessing or like trying to figure out like what emotions am I responsible for? Because there's been a lot of my life that I didn't really care about mm -hmm. like your emotions. I didn't really care like what was going on. I didn't really care what you were experiencing, what was happening. You would and, act like you cared. Right. But your emotions were like an inconvenience. But it was more like you're still going to do what you want to do. Right. But your emotions were like an inconvenience at that point and like not sure like what actually was going to be like best because I was just like, eh, yeah. it doesn't really matter. And so now it's more like the aspect and a lot of people have expressed in their relationships of what am I actually doing with the other person's emotions? Like, am I responsible for the other person's emotions? How's that actually look? And it's easy for people to start taking on that role of feeling like they're responsible for that. So I guess first off, what what has been like your experience of feeling like responsible for my emotions like in the relationship because I know a lot of times I put that on you yeah I especially like before you you became aware I remember thinking like those emotions and things that you were shoveling out was because of me mm -hmm. and I would essentially I went into like almost like an identity crisis because I was like I don't know like who I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to be in order to make you happy type thing. Mm -hmm. And so I just remember that I was just like, okay, like, what am I supposed to be like this week? Like, am I supposed to be like loving or am I supposed to just not care? Am I like, right. so, and you would also like, he would also play hard to get when it came to his emotions. He would be like, well, everybody mm -hmm. else just keeps asking me and asking me and asking me until I tell them. And so I would keep asking him, asking him, asking him. And then after a while, it was like, what is the point of this when you're my husband? Like, you're just supposed to, not that you should tell me like instantly, but right. I shouldn't have to ask you a thousand times what is going on in mm -hmm. order for you to come and come out and say what's going on. Like, right. like if you, like, I can understand, like, if you need some space to like process something, then you can say, Hey, I need some space. Let's circle back with this, like in a couple hours or tonight or something like that. But it wasn't even that. It was just like a a playing hard to get of like, mm -hmm. come after me, like keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. And then a lot of times it would only be like half-hearted answers or whatever. And that'd be that piece, I guess, that would make me like feel good as far as like you keep trying to interact with me. Mm -hmm. That like sense of entitlement and like grandiosity and aspect of like narcissism of like oh like she still is paying attention to me she's still asking and then the minute you stop asking it's like oh she doesn't care anymore yeah and like that's how i twist it to try to be like the victim to be the person that it's like it's not my fault you know it's not me that's actually not owning up to like my decisions and ownership and like communicating different things in the relationship i was too much of a coward at that place to even like communicate like this is how i'm feeling or this is what i'm struggling with or this is what i'm going through mm -hmm. instead i wanted you to like 
drag it out. But I feel like there's a lot of people in relationships in general where they're at the place where they're like, I feel like I'm in, like I'm responsible for the other person because yeah. it was either placed upon them or like projected on them in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree. And so like that was something like in our relationship that I did a lot of like early on is that concept of just putting a lot of it on her. When I was upset, like I was accusing her of being upset. Like this mm-hmm. classic projection of like putting the blame, putting the thought on her. And then nine times out of ten, like I would get I would end up getting upset because he would right. reject and I would be like, That's not how I am and that's not how I am and I would keep my cool and then it would just end up like he'd keep coming at me like, You are upset, you are upset. It was almost just to like jab to make me upset so that he could prove that mm-hmm. he was right all along that I was upset. So how would you say some of that is different now? Because from my perspective, there's sometimes now where it's really hard for me to not keep pressing or not keep like jabbing of like, oh, I think you're upset. Mm-hmm. Like like when I'm genuinely asking now, like there's a piece of it that is like it produces, it feels, I guess in one sense, almost like a form of like anxiety. It's like I want to make sure that we're okay or I want to make sure that you're not upset. But then if I continue to move forward with that, then it does become like jabbing and projection. And so like for me, I've had to take like a step back a lot of times and be like, okay, like she said she's okay. She said she's fine. And that means like I just need to wait and I just need to let her process or let her have space. I think for me, that's hard for me to do just in general. And I I think a lot of men in general think that that's hard because they either want to just like take care of it and it does not on their mind anymore they just want to fix it and then they don't have to worry about it anymore Mm -hmm. so i kind of like went all around (laughs) the place but like how do you feel like some of it has like changed or been like different now i think now it's you you try to guess my feelings but then sometimes like you are accurate or you're just not accurate Mm -hmm. and i think it just goes back to i'm genuinely like a happy joyful person and if there's like a slight like mood shift then he's like something's wrong like what did I do what did I like and then there's just some days that I just have off days and like there's been a lot of life that has happened and just even just the last week and so Mm -hmm. it's I think for me I think I've gotten more comfortable with communicating and then sometimes I'm just like I just need space Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're not, you're, you don't jab or you don't assume. Sometimes you do. And I'm just like, I'm genuinely like, there's nothing wrong. I'm just having a day or like in a funk or right. whatever. Like I can definitely tell when you're like in a funk <laughs> even slightly. Yeah. And even if you don't know what's going on, I'm just like, something's going yeah, cause, on. Cause I know? mean, there's, there's times that he's like, okay, well you're not your normal self. So, and I was like, okay, well then I guess that there's just, I don't really know what's wrong. Like, and I think that there's right. been a couple times that I'm like, I feel off, but I just don't know what's wrong. So, mm-hmm. and and even I would say like I remember a couple of times, even the past like couple of months that you've like circled back later and be like, I think this is what it was, or this is how I was feeling, yeah. you know, after the fact because you finally were able to figure it out, or you finally like kind of connected the dots of like this is what's affecting me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that that's like the the biggest like change is that there isn't like any projection or there isn't any assumption. He tries to guess, but it's not in an assuming way. Like, it's not... I'm not placing it on you. I'm right. It's not this. like you're like... Pro- like, if I say that's not how I am right now, then you're just like, okay. Versus mm-hmm. back then, it would just be like, well, you're acting like it. So, that's obviously what it is. You're doing this. So, this is what you would are. Like, it was right. almost like he was trying to, to name my emotions and force that emotion upon me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I think that was like, that's like the biggest change is that you don't do that anymore. You just, you try to wait and like, let me come to you and circle back. Or you just try to figure out like if it's just an off day or if there's something genuinely wrong and I just don't want to talk about it or. Right. What would you say now is like the piece that's helped you like in that journey, like come to the place where you weren't taking that or you weren't like accepting me projecting like, Hey, why are you so angry today? And you're like, I'm not angry. And then like five minutes later, you are angry. Like what was the piece that kind of helped switch that? I think just the connection aspect and the more openness and just healing in general, like that we've done. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've obviously we've been in therapy for a while. And so just the whole aspect of like working on ourselves, working like individual, like as a couple, and then just our communication aspect has definitely helped and so it doesn't it doesn't make me automatically like match at that level of like okay he's telling me this is what I'm supposed to do so this is what I'm obviously like this is obviously what I am and so I've definitely gotten better about like not taking that on and I think that that's just obviously like me healing a lot Mm -hmm. that makes sense because it's hard like to not get to the place where you don't just take it and you Mm -hmm. don't just like oh, well, this is what he's saying. And part of that is just your own self-awareness journey of like you, like coming to terms of like, okay, this this is who I am. Because when you're with someone who's constantly projecting, that's constantly putting something on you, like you said, you get to the place where you're like, I don't really know even who I am. Like, I don't know. You can't name your emotions like in the moment either. It's just like, well, I don't, like, I don't know if I'm angry, sad, mad. Like, I just, like, you're supposed to tell me what I am. Right. that's what you've done <laughs> completely completely lost and i mean that's a lot of times like what i focus with with working with clients or having them in the different challenges that we have to be able to actually help them move forward is like being able to name their emotions name their feelings and start to work through what's the story they believe what's that process because mm-hmm. otherwise people a lot of times are like lost in this aspect of like naming their emotions so my yeah. example is me like i had no clue how to name my emotions like happy sad angry like that was pretty much like baseline emotions of like okay or i got pissed. those you need that one too pissed. yeah i got those down but otherwise there really wasn't a level or a depth to ha- me and to like what i was portraying to other people it just hit in one of those and mm-hmm. that was pretty much it as yeah. far as i remember and so like that piece is really hard for a lot of people to tap into and so for me it was like a big journey like using emotion wheels and using like different pieces of understanding okay here's here's like 3,000 different emotions that I didn't even know existed. You know, right. here's like a bunch of other words that I didn't even, like half of them I can't even pronounce at that point. Like what is actually going on with this thing called emotions? And then getting the place with my therapist that communicated, hey, like a, a revelatory like thing was this aspect of like emotions aren't bad. And I was just like, whoa, like they're not. Yeah. And she's like, no, like it's just something you have, it's something you do, and then you kind of move from there. And so that was eye-opening and definitely like revealing in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. too when it comes to like emotions and when it comes to like dealing with each other's emotions yeah so like i think for me like one aspect in communication and trying to work on developing a healthy relationship is creating space for those emotions Mm -hmm. and i bring that up because i don't think i'm good at that (laughs) like i don't think i figured that one out by any means uh i think that made progression compared to where i used to be but as far as like actually like creating that space intentionally or creating that space all the time that's a struggle yeah I think oftentimes I mean you've definitely he's definitely gotten better and you I feel like you get better each and every time but I think too it's also hard because he just wants to fix everything like he just wants to come up with like a solution and just just make it happen fix it right and 
there's some things that can't be fixed and or like in the moment they can't be fixed and so he has to be okay with like not necessarily taking it on but just having that space of letting me in one sense like talk through like what I'm going through because I'm a I'm definitely a verbal processor I'm a person who will who will, if I'm in my car by myself I will literally have a conversation with myself processing whatever it is going on and going and through not, all the so scenarios yes me. And going through all the scenarios and like everything. So it just, I'm just like a verbal processor. And so for me to sit there and say like certain things, he's like, he like gets frantic sometimes and he's like, uh, like, so, like, so what do we need to do to fix it? And I'm like, well, I'm not asking for you to fix it. I just need right. you to listen and maybe we can like talk it through besides me just talking to myself, like imagining this other person like in the car being like, meh, 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 and like. I don't know. And right. so so it's just things like that of that you have tried to make space for. Mm-hmm. Or especially when something like really discourages me, again, I'm not I'm more of an optimist when it comes to things like it's okay, we'll figure it out. And so like when I'm like, There's no hope, like right. it's done, it's over, and then he's like, Ah <laughs> It's yeah. just like you just like panic and you're like, uh, okay, I need to fix this because this is not how she is. Yeah, I think I, I struggle with creating space like when you're talking emotional. Like I struggle with like the communication piece at times. Like when you're like really frustrated about something, like to me it's like I got to fix it. I feel like I've grown in creating space when you're struggling like mentally, emotionally, but it's not necessarily a conversation. Like where you want to be like comforted or snuggled with or like mm-hmm. close to. Like, I feel like I've gotten better about that. But yeah, I mean, still the communication of like, this is what's going on or this is what's happened or what broke or whatever. Like, there's a big aspect that I want to just like fix it. I just want to make it better in one sense. And some of that like is a a piece of that is me having to keep in check like my ego and what I'm dealing with because then I become responsible for your emotions because of how they make me feel. And then it all comes back to the ego and the focus of like, what I'm doing on a daily basis of like, wait a second, like I don't want her to feel that way because it reminds me of how you used to feel, but I would ignore it. Or I don't want you to feel this way because like part of that is not my fault, but I could have done something different that I didn't know, but I'm still going to take blame and go into like that blame and shame spiral where, you know, you say one thing and then I'm just like, okay, yeah, like I'm an awful person. You're like, I wasn't even talking about you, but I'm like, I'm a narcissist. I switch it around about me like all the time. And so it's like having to like take a stop and realize that it's not about me, that it's not about like what's going on. And it's not about like me being responsible for your emotions to mm-hmm. make me feel better about myself. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. It's kind of like circular yeah. in one sense. But um, I don't know. Any other thoughts you want to add just as far as like taking, placing, receiving like someone else's emotions as being like your responsibility? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is it's, I mean, it is hard because especially when you've been with somebody for a while, it's hard not to want to take on their emotions. I think there's a difference between sharing a burden and like a load versus taking on someone's emotions because easily like when he's overwhelmed and stressed, he he doesn't typically handle that very well. Um, he gets irritated not not like at any not trying to get irritated at me or like our daughter or anything but sometimes it it, sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. he just gets irritated in general and sometimes it projects out into like 
he thinks I'm coming across as snippy when he's a snippy one or something like that. And Mm -hmm. it's just at that point, like I try not to take on his emotions and think that I've done something wrong. I, at this point, try to seek to understand of like, okay, what is the root cause of like why you're snippy? Like, are you upset? It's almost like parenting in one sense. Like I, I mean, you have to figure out like why your child is upset. So at the the same time, like I have to figure out like, okay, is he overwhelmed? Is he stressed? Like, is something going on at like in the business that I don't know about? Or Mm. is like, did somebody like, did his car break down? Like, I don't know. Like I have to like try to figure out like what it is. And I think that that's where communication definitely comes in because if you don't have that communication aspect it's easy a thousand percent to take on somebody else's emotions because when we didn't have that communication piece Mm -hmm. we easily he either projected the emotions or he we took them on like either way and it was not healthy at all and i think it's trying to get to the place of like circling back around so that we're able to move forward just like even like the other day like i was like overwhelmed with a, with a specific thing and it made me like shut down an aspect that I didn't realize I was shutting down until mm-hmm. like this morning and you're like hey like this is how it came across and I'm like makes a lot of sense and this is why because it was something that in the moment I wasn't really thinking of but then later I was like yeah I feel like I actually am more overwhelmed about this one particular thing than what I thought I was mm-hmm. you know yeah and so I think that there's like I said like I don't want you to think that it, take that as like me saying don't share your burdens because your burdens are different like if you're going through something Mm -hmm. together then yes you share that load but that should not affect like you taking solely on how that affects somebody like you shouldn't just because that person is sad for the burden doesn't mean that you should automatically unless you're sad too you shouldn't take on their sadness Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be yeah, you should let them like process that and be there to create that space and hold that emotion, but yeah. not be something that you internalize that that's yours or your fault or something that you have to fix or work on. Right. So, but that's me preaching to the choir, you know, with stuff that I have to work on and stuff that I have to challenge myself on a day to day basis of how I'm creating space, of how I'm communicating, of how I'm developing myself to be able to show up in a better way. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways. I think that's all we got. Yeah, right? I think so. So uh, if you guys have any specific topics you wanted to be, you want to be able to hear us talk through in our podcast, uh, please shoot us an email at ben at rawmotivations.com or send us a message on Instagram mm-hmm. under Raw Motivations, and we'll talk to you guys next week. See you guys.